Blog Talk Radio. woman. I get things done. 
work for the Holy Ghost, work for the Son. I'm a working woman. Yes, I am. I'm a special agent of the Lamb, Almighty God, the Son of the truth and living God, and we thank him this morning. We're grateful unto him for another Thursday morning. Look at this. This week is gone. Woo! Thursday, November the 4th, 2021, we're thankful unto Almighty God because I tell you, without him, we can do nothing. He's outside today. He's looking beyond our faults, yet meet our needs. He blessed us to see another day. Woke us up, closing our right minds. We have use and activities of all our limbs, our life, our health, and our strength this morning. It may not be all that you want it to be, but nevertheless, God has yet blessed us. And many of us, we are in a place where we don't have to get up anymore and go punch a time clock. Yeah, we're in a place where we can laugh, we can sit down, we can lay down even if we choose to. And that's a blessing in this hour. We're coming into the winter season, or we're at fall, but we're coming into winter. It'll be cold. We don't have to go out if we don't choose to. God has blessed us, and we may feel we need more, we want more, but nonetheless, whatever season I'm in, whatever state I'm in, I'm going to be blessed right there. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, yeah, Lord. Yeah. Yeah, Brother Louis, he worked that base. Yes, he does. <laughs> them some of the best brothers, musicians. Yeah, Lord, I thank God for them. I love that New World sign. And uh, we're going on in Jesus' name. And y'all pray for each other. We pray for each other because we need it in this hour. So much is going on. I have a young lady who called me, and she always updates me on the latest happenings of what's going on. And she was telling me about all of this new names and alphabets and all of this stuff. And they're teaching the children porn in school, pornography, elementary school children and junior high. And I, I said in the school system. I have read an article where they took children on a field trip to a gay bar. It don't matter whether it was gay or straight. You took the children to a bar. I'm like, my goodness, that devil is not allowing children to have a break. And for the parents that's just pushing their children out, pushing them out, you know, it's the weekend. I want uh, some time and go stay with your grandmama, go stay over here, go be with your friends. Look, parents need to stop all this craziness and watch as well as pray and take time to teach your children and go to the schools. As a parent, you need to go and see what your child is being taught because they're messing your children up. And many parents just sit back and, and they're so glad to have the kids out the house from aggravating them and they got to do this. And they, uh-uh, uh-uh. If you didn't know what you was doing when you had children, you need to pray because it's a lot of work in, in training children, raising children. Today in 2021, we have to protect our children. I, look, I see so many children just messed up. 
because the parents were sick and tired of being aggravated by them. They let them went to friends' house. They didn't know what was going on over there to other people's house. You go with your grandmother. The grandmother, she tired, so she's not watching them. They have these phones, and they're meeting people on the Internet, young girls meeting grown men, uh, uh, boys meeting men that like boys, and all kinds of foolishness, and you're just sending them away from you so you can have a moment of peace. You're having a moment of peace now, but when you realize what you've done, it would be too late. And you did it to yourself because you're sending your children out to home. Way back in the 80s, I did not allow my children to spend the night where? Where are you spending the night? Because what go on at other people's house is not the same thing that go on here. And if there's a man over in that house or the house got boys, my girls definitely couldn't go spend no night. That was crazy. Yeah. So today... Now, that was in the 80s, and this is 2021. We got to watch them even more than I did back then. I mean, you got to watch them, boys and girls, today. See, because we thought the boys were they're going to be men. Uh-uh. You got to watch them, too, today. Because the devil is after the boys and the girls. And I don't know what happened to the leadership of this country, but they are allowing a lot of stuff that just fell pedophile out loud. And it's like people sleep about it. Same young lady said she had a vision that these parents, all parents, every nationality, every parent was at a huge dinner party. And while they was at the dinner party, the devil come in and was taking their children raping them. She said there was a huge hole. And they was just pulling the children out of the hole. Some children was fighting not to go. Some children wasn't fighting because they wanted to see what was down in the hole. Well, hell was down in that hole and they put the children through. And the parents was constantly partying, having a good time, and children being snatched away. And that's exactly what's happening right now. They're going to work, they're going to church, they're doing this, they're doing that, and the children being taken away from them. And in this country, you don't own your own children. No, you don't. The government owns them. And whatever they say your children is to do, that's what you got to do. You can't discipline them. Uh, many things people are afraid to do because what the government says about your child. So if I can't do what I want to do for my child that's right, then I'm being governed. I'm being told what to do, how to do it, and when I should do it. It's my child. You're not raising them. When they're sick, you don't come and take them to the doctor. I have to do this. I have to be up in the night walking and watching and praying and tucking them in. Yeah. So they want to tell you what to do. We need to pray. I'm telling you, call on heaven. Hallelujah. It is more than praying time in my book. Yes, fasting, praying, crying, all that kind of time right now. Not just for children, but for everybody. Senior citizens, for everybody. It's praying, crying, fasting time. Yeah, because the devil is not playing. 
not in this hour. That's how I feel like it's closer to the return of God and he don't have much time. So he's getting as much in without alarming everybody as possible because he don't want people to believe that it is. See, that's how he captured them because they don't believe that's him or they don't believe he exists. Uh-huh. But, Lord, thank you. Matthew 18 and but whoso shall offend one of these little ones which believe in me, it were better for him that a millstone were hanged about his neck and that he were drowned in the depths of the sea. And that's what's going on. They're offending the children. Doing all kinds of things to children, teaching them all kind of evil. To my story time. Someone that was born a male and they decided they want to be something else. Yeah. People don't like the truth. They want what they want. And they want God to accept what they're doing, but he won't do it. You don't just accept any and everything. We we may do that, but God does not. He has said what he meant and he meant what he said, and he will not go back on his word. He said the heavens and earth to pass away before one little jot or one little tilt. His word will fade. There are a lot more things we need to pray for. I've never seen a president uh, that's doing what this particular president is doing. But I'm one to accept what God allows. And when I don't like what I see, I go and pray. I tell God about it. He's not asleep. He's wide awake. And his eyes are in every place and the evil and the good. And I promise you, it looked like people getting away with a lot of stuff today, but God is not asleep. And he because he will avenge his enemies. We don't have to. He will. But I tell you, it's a sad thing to see what children are going through today. Four-year-old children, parents' mind gone, messing up the children. Yeah, parents let them go anywhere with anybody and do any old thing, and uh, they on their phone, don't watch them. Oh, it's it's pitiful. And some parents don't care. It's about them because they feel like they was robbed of so much during their childhood until they done got children, but they don't have time for the children. They still trying to live their best life uh, because of what they didn't live in their childhood what they feel happened to them during their childhood. But you got to realize you got to be responsible because you, you decided to have a baby. You decided to do what you did to bring children into the world. And you can't blame nobody but yourself. Yeah. But we are going to pray and it's going to be all right. And, uh, Today, we're going to take a listen to Dr. Maurice Watson and uh, his message is taking God at his word. Taking God at his word. Because many of us, we don't really take God at his word. Uh, we use it when we think we really need it. And then sometimes we don't use it then. We forget, but we want to take God at his word. And the only way we're going to be able to know his word is we got to study his word and pray. Hallelujah. So let's pray this morning. Father God, in the name of Jesus, you are almighty God, Jehovah, that have all power. 
Father, there's no higher power. Earth is yours, the fullness thereof, the world, and they that dwell therein. And Father, there's nothing too hard for you to do. Whatever you say is going on, that's what's going to happen. And we thank you this morning for being a God of love, a God of mercy, a God of grace, a God who looks beyond our fault and yet meet our needs. Thank you this morning for sending your son, Jesus, for you so loved the world. You sent your only begotten son that whoever believe on him won't perish but have everlasting life. We thank you this morning. We thank you for waking us up, closing our right minds. We thank you for the use and activities of our limbs. Father, we thank you this day for life, health, and strength. We thank you, Father, for we can cast our cares upon you you thirst for us. We thank you that we can come boldly before the throne of grace and present our petition unto you. No matter what, you will in no wise cast us out. We thank you this morning that you know the very intent of our hearts. Many don't understand us. Many are, are getting confused and mixed up. Uh, we mean it one way and they take it another. Nothing evil, but they just take it the wrong way. But Father, you know all about us. And we thank you this morning. Thank you for being on our side. Thank you for caring for us. Thank you for opening doors and making ways. Thank you for meeting our needs this morning. Thank you for even giving us the things that we want. It's not what we need, it's what we want. We thank you for it. We thank you for your healing power. Thank you for all you've done for us, what you're doing right now, Father, and what you're going to do. Hallelujah. Great and mighty things for your people. We thank you this morning. And Father, we come asking today that, Father, you would bless every caller and every listener, every family represented here this morning. Father, the good, the bad, and the ugly, ask this day. The Lord, you would come in and that you would bless and that you would fix what needs to be fixed. Remove what needs to be removed from my lives, God, in the name of Jesus. We're depending on you, for we know no other. And again, this morning, Father, without you, we can do nothing. We need you to help us today. The weeds, pull the weeds out of us, oh God, so the grass can grow beautifully in us. So that the world can see that we have a candle that sit on the hill that can't be healed. So the world can see that we lift up the blood-stained banner unto you today. What was you who so loved the world? That you sent your son, you gave him. That whoever believe on him won't perish but have everlasting life. And Father, we're lifting up your name today so that you can draw all men unto you. Do it this morning in the name of Jesus. Bless every family member, every friend near and far today, O oh God. Move by your spirit for your people like never before this day, November the 4th, 2021. Father, you know what we all stand in the need of. Move by your spirit in the name of Jesus. Father, we bring those here that are sick this morning, those that are under the weather, they don't feel well and They've been diagnosed with some things. But, Father, you made these bodies, and you know how to repair them, oh, God. And we ask that, Lord, 
You will repair our bodies. Fix it, God. Make us over in the name of Jesus. Give us energy, O oh God. Give us spiritual energy and physical energy today in the name of Jesus. A move by your spirit for us. We need you this morning, O oh God. Father, we have many things we desire to get done, but if you don't give us the energy, we can't get it done. Fix our hearts and regulate our minds today in the name of Jesus. Help us to gird up in your word this morning. Help us to pray and ask for a new freshening of your spirit, a renewing of your Holy Spirit in us today in the name of Jesus. And Father, move for your people. Move for our children, our grandchildren, our great-grandchildren, our great-great-grandchildren. Move today, O oh God, in a mighty way for our families and friends. In the name of Jesus, help this morning, O oh God. Help this morning. And, Father, you see what's going on. For your eyes are in the place. You're beholding the evil and the good. And, Father, we ask that anything that's not of you coming our way, that you would rebuke it for our sake this day, December 4, 2021, in Jesus' name. Father, bless those that are incarcerated, those that are in every branch of the military, Children everywhere, oh God, they need you. Send someone along to plant the seed of you. And Lord, someone to come along and fertilize and water. But we know it would be you that give the increase in children in the name of Jesus. Bless widows and bereaved families and inner prayer people everywhere. Preachers everywhere preaching in the name of Jesus. And obedience unto you and love for your people. This morning, we ask that you would bless Israel and prosper Jerusalem. God, we ask that you would continue to lose your protecting angels to stand watch to protect them, keep them from all hurt, harm, or danger. We ask this morning that you would remember our brothers and sisters everywhere overseas. And Lord, those who can't pray aloud, those who can't let no one know that they're studying your word, I ask that you would send your protecting angels for them this morning. That God, they will stand watch, shield, and protect them from all hurt, harm, or danger. Move today for them, Lord, in a mighty way. Move for their families and their children, oh God, in a mighty way. Lord, bless them like never before. Even bless them financially in the name of Jesus. We thank you this morning. We thank you for hearing. We thank you for answering our prayers. Or oh, we thank you today. And, Father, remember America this morning and the leadership. And we ask today that, Father, anything there that shouldn't be, that, God, you would remove it. For, again, your eyes are in every place. You're beholding the evil and the good. And that which is evil in our leadership, oh, God, we ask that you would bind it up and you would cast it back to the pits of hell. Rebuke it in the name of Jesus. And, Father, we ask that you would remove it. The Lord, the country would be what you desire, what you designed for it to be. You brought it forth for your glory. And Lord, bless every American to your glory. God, those who don't remove, don't believe, Lord, you know what to do. We don't know what to do with them, but you know. And as we lift you up today, we are asking that you would draw all men unto you. Bless every American this morning. And again, the leadership, oh God. 
in the name of Jesus. Bless this segment of Jesus in the morning, Father. Have your way here, moved by your spirit. Thank you for another Thursday morning. Thank you for bringing me back this morning, oh God. Safe, hallelujah, that I can do your will here. And then we come together here as a group to give you the first fruit of our day here as a group here. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord. Open every door today. Move every hidden, every blockage, oh God. Do it for your glory. And Father, give us the heart and mind to follow your lead. In the name of Jesus. We thank you. We give you glory. We give you the honor and praise this morning. And Father, we thank you. And we can't say thank you enough. If we had 10,000 tongues and we began to praise you with everyone, it wouldn't be enough. Father, you are more than God. Hallelujah. More than we need. And help us to look to the hills all day and all night. From which cometh our help. Father, all our help comes from you. You made the heavens and the earth. And we thank you. We can't say thank you enough. Asking all of these things in Jesus' name. Amen and hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Father, we thank you for hearing us this morning. And we believe you're answering us right now. We thank you, Lord, for your words. To ask and it will be given, seek and we'll find. Knock and the door will come open unto us. And, Father, we are asking you. We're seeking you. And we're knocking on your door. And we believe this morning you will in no wise cast us out. But that, Father, no matter what, things must work together for our good. We love you this morning. And you saved us and you called us. And so, God, we love you. And some of us chose us. But many are called, but few are chosen. And we thank you this morning. We thank you, Heavenly Father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. You know, sometimes um, we go through things and we don't understand. Some things are a little more difficult than others. Somebody will say, well, Lord, Barbara had a car when she was 14, I didn't get a car until I was 26. Well, Lord, you blessed Barbara at 64, God. She can take Spanish lessons. She can take keyboard lessons. And it appears, Lord, she's at peace, and she's not worried about outside. I'm not doing anything. And I want to go outside more. Doing more for Barbara than you're doing for me. No, that's not true. According to your will, according to what you asked for, according to what you really want. I heard this said one time on a movie. And the man told the woman, he said, every woman have the relationship that she wants. Every woman is in the place where she wants to be concerning a man. Well, she talked to him and then she talked to her dad and her dad told her the same thing. Because what they're saying, if she wants a man and she's a woman, then she needs to know what to do to attract a man. If she's fat, lose weight. 
If she thinks she's ugly, fix herself up more. Get a new hairstyle. Try some makeup. You know, try different color clothes until she find the right thing that attract men. The right man. Godly women want godly men. They don't just want anything to be unequally yoked. So many times where we are is where we be. And I made excuses for myself. Well, my knees hurt. Well, my back injured. Well, I'm not as young as I used to be. Oh, I could come up with excuses that look like until infinity. But what I learned is we walk and not by sight. And if you want something different than you have, you have to do something different. I wanted to speak Spanish, but I wasn't taking any lessons. I started learning the alphabets and a few words way back a few years ago and then just dropped don't have time for this, but you say you want to speak Spanish. <laughs> so if you want to do these things and the door come open to you, then step in the door and do what you can do. And don't try to run the race fast. Take it slow. I found a young lady and um, she tried to move me fast, but I slow her down. Hey, hey. English is my first language. And if I'm going to speak Spanish, in the correct Spanish even, I need to learn the alphabet. I need to learn the vowels. I need to learn the sound because the sound of Spanish alphabets are different from the sound of English alphabets. I've been in America all my life. All I ever spoke was English. So I need to slow you down. The lessons are $6 a week. I can take one a week, two a week, whatever I can afford. And it's coming along, but I have homework, so I have to do now. Isn't it something? Spanish homework. <laughs> I got the new keyboard. It's still in the box. I never took it out. And I want to get along in the Spanish lessons. And then I take on the keyboard lessons. And then my grandson, he will help me. But he won't help me until I show him why I'm going to do this for a while and I've learned a certain amount of stuff about the keyboard. Then he will come in and add his professional touch and teach me some other steps, which are in the book I can learn. So if we want to do something Get something different. If you want to have something different, you got to do something different than you've been doing. I've been coloring, too, by numbers online. Coloring, this is for my uh, senior friends. If you want some relaxation, if you want some peace of mind, carve you out some time, force it, make time. And tell yourself, I'm going to paint for an hour. Just start with 30 minutes if you need to. 15 minutes. You can paint a whole picture by numbers in 15 minutes. And you just type in your phone because you want to do it on your phone. It's easier for me. And I can sit anywhere and do it. I can sit on the couch and do it. I can sit at the kitchen table and do it. 
I can prop myself up in the bed and do it, wherever you're comfortable at. You're going to find out how well your stress level go down once you start doing this. So what you want to do is go to free coloring books, freecoloringbooks.com. Make sure you're getting the free and look over there and choose what you like. I love painting flowers. I love painting animals, tigers, lions, bears, that polar bear. Uh, uh, oh, I just love painting them. And I do it by numbers. And at the bottom of your screen, you're going to see all these numbers with the colors. The numbers going to tell you, the color going to tell you what number it is, the number tell you what color it is. And you just tap that and go along until you get all those numbers in. It's going to paint a beautiful picture. If we're Facebook friends, I want you to look on my Facebook um, page, my personal page, Barbara Jean Pittman page, and look at some of the beautiful paintings I'm going to put over there today after the show. Because I did these for my older friends, uh, my senior friends, uh, to look and see what I've done. And if you want to do it, it's simple and easy, and you can do it too. It's stress, it brings you peace and joy and happiness. And take your time. Don't get frustrated. It's not going anywhere. So you don't have to move at a fast pace. Just take your time and learn all you can about it and do all you want to do. So I know that God is not through with us yet. So I decided not to end my life because I'm turning 65 in February. I decided to live my life. I can't be as active as I used to. I was thinking about that this morning. You used to just strut through a Walmart like it wasn't nothing. But these days, I I, I don't even go to Walmart. I don't go to a lot of places. I used to walk in the Dollar Tree because, you know, I was the pastor over there. I used to walk in the family. passed it there, Dollar General. I passed it there. But I don't go in those places no more. Because now they can bring it to the door. But even in bringing stuff to the door, I found a way where I can do other things, learn Spanish, play the keyboard. And once I get that Spanish down like I really wanted to, I say a fine science. Then I want to go to another language and learn something else. Maybe French. What is it fun to say? Yeah, maybe French, you know, and learn the real basics. Because there are some places I want to go. In the world. And if I'm going, I, I need to know the language. I need to be able to speak the language and understand the language. Because if I go and I don't know what they're saying, I, I, I'm lost. But if I'm going to Greece, if I'm going to Spain, if I'm going to France, I need to learn the language. So I'm working on that. Yeah. Six dollars class, and anybody want to join? Let me know. I'll see if uh, if she can take more people. Cause I got one more girl. She's uh, joining with me, so we can attend the same class. I had Kobisha over here in the class, cause she has Spanish class at school. So to enhance her and to bring her grades, I had her working with this young lady, so that she could come up in her grades. And she left a. Her notes here, but I, I kept the notes so she come back. Hey, this your homework to look over them notes. 
and, and the writer essay in Spanish. Yeah. And so, yeah, we just got to get involved and just do some things. You, you may not be able to walk and run and all of that, but if you got a couch, you got a recliner, you got your special chair, you got a special spot in your bed, the Internet is a great thing, and it's on most phones. So you can do a lot of stuff online without leaving home, without walking, without running, without standing. And get some stuff done for yourself. You're going to feel much better. Oh, uh, yeah. And so we just thank God this morning, and uh, we're grateful unto him. Good morning, Sister Stenna. And uh, Sister Stenna, I have a song I want to play for you this morning. And uh, it's already all right in Jesus' name. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I'm going to play this one for you. This is a... A dedication and a shout out to you this morning.
Hallelujah. I'm free. Nothing is holding me bound. Nothing is holding me down. God has set me free. My flesh and the enemy may want me to feel some things and to be over-concerned about things, but whom the Son set free is free indeed. And he didn't just set us free from sin, and he didn't just uh, uh, set us free from our past sins, but he set us free from anything that's coming our way that's not God. We've been set free. But we have to continue to look to the hills, and we have to continue to talk to ourselves and allow the Spirit of God to speak to our spirit that he has given us of himself and to know that I'm free. And the enemy in my flesh want me to feel this way and feel that way. Oh, no, but I'm, I'm loose. But God have a work for me to do. He's got something for me to do. Even in my older age, I yet have some work to be done unto God. I've been set free. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I'm free today. Yes, it's a sinner. It's all right today. God is moving for you this day. Oh, uh, yeah, November 4th, 2021. You can note your calendar if you want to. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. He's moving today. Ooh, I can feel the spirit of the Lord. Uh, as the more I can hear that song, the more I can feel his presence. Yeah, because he's doing great and mighty things today, today. Hallelujah. All set free. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We're grateful unto him again this morning, for there's none like him. We can search all over. I'm telling you, we won't find anybody, nobody greater than him. Almighty God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so we're thankful. And uh, again, this morning, we have Dr. Maurice Watson. And uh, he's over there at Beulah Land. I believe it's Baptist Church. If I'm not mistaken. And uh, this doctor here, <laughs> I love this, the way he brings the word, and I love the way he's he been studying. You know, you, I can tell. I don't know about you, but I can tell when I, I heard him that he'd been in that book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he really, uh, the message, taking God at his word. And that's what we have to do. We have to surrender to all, everything, everything we got, every thought, every feeling. We have to surrender unto God and allow him to come in and fix us so we can take him at his word. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen goes right there this morning. And so I'm thankful unto him. I want to say this too. I could not make the name out on the letter. I said, Lord, is this the angel or the Lord you sent to bless me or what? But I need to look back because I couldn't find uh, Amaria. It looks like Woodard. Amaria Woodard. And it looks like 2332, but I'm not sure because I can't make uh, the third number out, and I want to say is Watkins Avenue. That's what I want to say it is, but I'm not sure. 
but if Sister Anna Marie Woodard, if this is your name and you're still listening to Jesus in the morning, even through the archives, or you're listening live, I need you to give me a call at 904-644-7912, or you can um, send me an email at freedomdoors at yahoo.com, freedomdoors, D-O-O-R-S, at yahoo.com. And uh, I can get your address because I made a mistake. I looked over everything, and I had these uh, return address labels made, and I didn't pay it attention. And it's got 8042, P.O. Box 8042, Fleming Island, Florida, 32006. But the address is P.O. Box 8032, 8032. Fleming Island, Florida, 32006. So if you hear me, if you listen, and I truly hope so, I really wish you would call me or send me an email uh, or write me or something and let me know you heard me so that we can straighten this out. And I seek the blessings of Almighty God upon you today in the name of Jesus. And I ask that the Lord would multiply the seed back to you a hundredfold in Jesus' name. I got your letter, and I'm praying over that letter. And the scriptures that you wrote in that letter, you was holding a conversation, but it's basically scriptures that you're speaking concerning God. Yeah, I speak the blessings again and miracles of God upon you today in the name of Jesus. I believe he's going to do it for you. I told y'all some of these, they had held hers. October the 13th would be one year they held this letter at the post office. And finally gave it to me on Tuesday. I picked it up. I had two more letters from the prison pen pal ministry. Uh, one was August, and I think I got two in July. And... Um, one from March, but I got a chance yesterday to sit down and write them back, and so today the mail will go out and I put all of this back in the mail, and I'm going to try even to write uh, Sister Anna Maria Woodard. I think that's her name. I'm going to write the address and see if I can figure it out and send her a thank you card and a, and a letter back. Because I like to acknowledge people, you know, when they send something, I like to acknowledge them. If it's a card, if it's a hello, whatever it is, I like to acknowledge people because that's a good thing. And human beings, they have feelings. And God don't want us ignoring his people. They are blessing to your ministry. They come every morning to hear you. But he don't want you ignoring them. Yeah. And Brother Anthony and Sister Rita. <laughs> and Sister Jim, I have gotten so many uh, sayings, I'm going to say. I have got so many sayings about uh, Brother Anthony calling those names on the roll call. And they say, oh, he's doing good. Oh, he's doing good with that roll call. And uh, Sister Rita, she do pretty good when she do it, but she always critiques 
Brother Anthony. Oh, it's so funny. And remember, Sister Rita said, wait a minute now, uh, Sister Barbara, uh, that gave Brother Anthony the golden belt, and he holding it up in the ring and all that, but he cheated. He didn't say, uh, Sister uh, Angela Foote and Sister Angela uh, uh, <laughs> he said a foot. Look at here. That reader, I tell you, that reader had me laughing so hard. And then Jerry comes in there. And y'all know how she is. She gonna come in there and fool around. Well, Sister reader, I think you won. Look at here. Just all kind of stuff. And so even Sister added the foot. She said that just tickled her so good. And then uh, uh, Sister Simon, she'll come, she's coming saying something yesterday. I had to really hold myself together. She heard me laughing, I'm sure. But I had to hold myself together. And when I come off the air, Sister Simon, I laughed until I was satisfied. You hear me? Yes, goodness, yes. And so we just thank God for good, fun, and clean, and wholesome, and the good laughter. In God, we thank God for each other, and uh, I thank God for pulling this roll call out today. And I'm gonna do roll call, and uh, I love it, I love it, I love it. And uh, <laughs> so, Sabrina was the one who said, Well, let's just have a contest and see who can do the most names on the roll call. But they come out the box running. He come out the box. I be chasing it down. Brother Frank come in there one morning. The old boy, he did his best. He did his best. He did good, too. Yes, he did. And so we just thank God again of this morning, and we are going to one quick request. I got you. I got you this morning. So we're going to this one quick request. I may not play it all the way through, but uh, I want to play um Quite a bit of it, and uh, then we will come right in with Dr. Maurice Watson, speaking God at his word. That's the message this morning. So we're going to this one. I'm going to play a portion of it, and as um, much as I can, and then we're coming back to the message of today. It was meant to kill me, sin to destroy me, and I thought that it would, and I thought that it should, cause I messed up so many times, I went left when you said right, I'll understand if you wanna let me go, let me go, let me go, but you held on to me, and you wouldn't let me go, and you wouldn't let me go. And what the enemy meant for evil, God has worked it out for my good. What the enemy meant for evil, God has worked it out for my good. What the enemy meant for evil, God has worked it out for my good. Yeah. It was meant to kill me. 
share with you. It's found in an obscure little passage in Hebrews chapter 11. Hebrews chapter 11. I want to read into your hearing verses 20 through 22. Obscure little text. And let's see what the Lord will say to us. Hebrews 11. Now, Hebrews 11 has been called the Faith Hall of Fame. The writer chronicles some of the faith exploits of personalities from the Old Testament. Many of these Hebrew Christians had begun to fall away from the faith because they were suffering for being, for being believers in Jesus. So he highlights the faith exploits of Old Testament characters to say to New Testament believers that if those who were under the Old Testament could hold on to their faith in spite of the suffering that they were enduring, how much more ought you and I be able to hold on to our faith and we are under a better covenant. It is with that in mind that the text says, By faith Isaac blessed Jacob and Esau concerning things to come. Mm-hmm. By faith Jacob, when he was dying, blessed each of the sons of Joseph and worshipped leaning on the top of his staff. By faith Joseph, when he was dying, made mention of the departure of the children of Israel and gave instructions concerning his bones. I want to simply talk this morning about taking God at his word. You may be seated. Taking God at his word. After chronicling the faith examples of the head of the Hebrew race, Abraham, the writer now turns his attention to highlighting or describing the faith of his immediate descendants. He talks about the faith of Isaac. He mentions the faith of Jacob and the faith of Joseph. Like their father and grandfather before them, these men were far from perfection. They certainly had their share of faults and failures. But despite their shortcomings, he reminds us that these were men of faith in the truest sense of the word. 
In each of them, we see further evidence of what it means to live the life of faith. That if their lives say anything, it reminds us today that if, that if we're going to live as obedient and as faithful children of God, sometimes it requires you and me to learn how to take God at his word. Someone has suggested that if you really want to hear a man tell the truth, you ought to talk to him in his dying hours. What we have here is the, the, the deathbed confessions of three men of faith. And brothers and sisters, I believe that there are some practical truths that he teaches us about taking God at his word. First of all, if you're taking notes, you can write this down. And if you're going to take God at his word, number one, you've got to submit to the plans of God. Let the church say submit to the plans of God. We see this in the faith example of Isaac. The Bible says in verse 20, by faith Isaac blessed Jacob and Esau concerning things to come. Now, in Hebrews 11, we have what, what I call the cliff note version. But the longer version of this story is found in Genesis chapter 27. It is when uh, um, um, Isaac had intended to bless his oldest son Esau with the family's blessing. Esau was sent out into the field to hunt venison. The plan was that he was to cook the meat, come back, and uh, his father was then going to lay his hand on his head and, and give him the blessing. But his mother Rebecca overheard their plans, and so she plotted with their younger son, Jacob, to steal Esau's birthright blessing. She told Jacob to go out in the field and kill one of the lambs, and um, she told him to bring the meat, and she was going to cook it. Esau was a hairy, rugged man. He was a Marlboro kind of guy. Jacob, on the other hand, was a mama's boy. He was a soft man, and so in order to pull the rouge off, she knew that Jacob would need to smell like his brother, who had been out in the field and feel hairy like his brother. So she told him, I want you to take the wool from the lamb and put it on your arms. Put on some of your brother's clothes. And so he put super glue on his arms and glued this wool to his arms, went into his blind daddy's room. His daddy said, come closer, let me feel you, let me hear you. She said, you, you smell like Esau, you feel like Esau, but you sound like Jacob. The rouge worked, and of course, he laid hands on his son and gave him the birthright blessing. That's when Esau finally came from the field only to discover that his brother had stolen what he thought was rightfully his. From that Old Testament and rather humorous story, I believe we learned some practical truths about submitting our lives to the plans of God. First of all, if, if you're going to submit to the plans of God, you need to understand, first of all, that sometimes God's plan is different than yours. Isaac's plan was to, uh, to follow the family's tradition and give uh, the birthright blessing to his oldest son, Esau. But it was God's plan all along that it wouldn't be Esau, but it would be Jacob who would receive the blessing. For even when Rebekah was pregnant with these fraternal twins, he said, God said to her, you got two people in your womb and two nations shall come forth from your body and the older shall serve the younger. Brothers and sisters, sometimes we go through life making our plans, but we fail to realize that sometimes God's plan for our lives are different than our plans. We live our lives as if God has nothing else to do but to carry out and fulfill our plans. But no, baby, God does not exist to carry out our plans. We exist to carry out his plan. But God is not some 
cosmic bellhop, some spiritual Santa Claus who has nothing to do but to marshal and carry out our plans. No, God put us in the universe not to carry out our plans, but so that we might carry out his. The Westminster Catechism, the shorter version, says that the chief aim of man is to glorify God and enjoy him forever. That's why we've been placed in the universe to carry out the plans and purposes of God. Jeremiah 29, 11 says, I know the plans that I have for you, says the Lord. And I don't know about you, but that shouts me to know that God, who's busy running the universe... God who's busy keeping the stars from running into one another. God who's busy watching over 7 billion other people on the face of the earth that this God has a personal plan and purpose for my life. But sometimes his plan is different than ours. You know, um, Congress writes bills, but in order for bills to become law, it has to be signed by the president. I'm told that if I remember my civics lesson from 7th grade correctly, president has three choices. He can either sign the bill and it becomes a law, or he can let it sit on his desk, pass so many days and it goes away, or he can exercise his executive power and veto the bill, which means that what Congress planned, the president vetoed. All I want to tell you is that while you go through your life making your plans, that God has executive power. That God has the right to veto your plan. Your plan was to marry him, but God says, I got somebody else. Your plan was to go to this school, but God says, no, I'm opening another door. All I'm trying to tell you is that the life of faith requires you and me to submit to the plans of God. And if you're going to submit, you've got to understand that sometimes his plans are going to be different than yours. But when you submit to his plans, you need to also understand that when you find out that God's plan is different, then don't resist it. Esau comes, out, comes in from the field with venison in hand, ready to receive what he thought was rightfully his, only to discover that his cunning and trickster brother Jacob has stolen his birthright blessing. We see Esau weeping and crying, Oh, my father, bless me, me also, my father. Do you have a blessing for me? And the old man said that the boy, talking about Jacob, shall surely be blessed. In other words, when Isaac realized that this was a part of the irrevocable plan of God, that Jacob would receive the blessing instead of Esau, notice that he doesn't try to circumvent it, he doesn't try to stop it, he doesn't try to change it, he accepts that this is the irrevocable will of God. May I say to you, child of God, that sometimes in life, God's plan is going to be different for, uh, for your life than yours. And when you discover that, you've got to learn to, uh, to, to respond just as Isaac did. Don't try to circumvent it or change it, but accept it as God's will and God's purpose for your life. You know, when my, younger when my older daughter was a little girl, we used to play with jigsaw puzzles. She was about four years old. We'd play jigsaw puzzles. And Marcy would get a piece of the puzzle, and she'd look at it through her little four-year-old eyes and say, Daddy, this piece, this piece goes here. And I looked at that piece through my adult eyes and realized that that piece didn't belong there. I said, no, it doesn't, Marcy. Yes, it does, Daddy. No, it doesn't, Marcy. Yes, it does, Daddy. So she got the piece and she jammed it and forced it onto the puzzle. Then when she forced it in there, she slapped the puzzle and said, look at that, Daddy. I told you it goes there. I said, baby, you got the piece on the puzzle, but the picture is not right. 
And how many people go through life forcing decisions that were never the will and purpose of God for your life and the picture of your life has not been right since? I just remind you today that sometimes God's plan is different than yours. And when you discover it, don't resist it. Your plan was, if you will, to be a doctor, but God's plan for you was to be a teacher. Your plan was to work for corporate America, but God's plan was for you to work for the church. Your plan was to be some professional athlete, but God's plan for your life was to preach the gospel. All I'm trying to tell you is that when you discover that God's plan and purpose for your life is different than yours, then don't resist it. But how do you know the plan and purpose of God for your life? How do you know? I mean, I wish life were, were just about making the decision between right and wrong. I mean, that would be easy. We know the difference in right and wrong. But how do you know what you ought to do when there is no moral component to a decision that you have to make? How do you know who you're supposed to marry? How do you know what job you're supposed to take? What school you're supposed to attend? Over 30 years ago, Chuck Swindoll wrote a little booklet called Knowing the Will of God. And in that booklet, he says that discovering God's will is kind of like what we were taught when we were little children about how to cross the street. Remember, we were told to do three things. Stop, look both ways, listen, and then proceed. He said the will of God is kind of like that. Stop at the scripture. And ask yourself, does this decision violate biblical principles? Because if it violates the Bible, then you know that's not the will of God for your life. Because God is never going to tell you to do something that contradicts his word. So I'm talking to some single person today. Here you are saved, but you're dating somebody who is unsaved. You, your value system is going in one direction, and his or her value system is going in another one. But you are so in love and so codependent, that, and he's treating you like a dog, that you'd rather be treated any kind of way than to be by yourself. And you convince yourself, but I love him. Or I'm going to change him. No, baby. What you got is what you got. It's not the will of God because the word says don't be unequally yoked up together. Stop at the scriptures, but then we were told to look. Look both ways. First, look, look around you, outside of you. Are there any opportunities or doors available for you? Because sometimes God speaks to us by placing doors of opportunity in front of us. But don't just look outside of you. Don't just look at how much they're going to pay you. But look inside of you and ask yourself, but what do I really sense the Holy Spirit is saying to me? But not only do you stop at the scriptures and look both, both outside and inside, but then listen. Go and talk to somebody who's lived a while. Talk to someone who has spiritual wisdom. Talk to someone who has experience with life. And don't just talk to people who's going to tell you what uh, you want to hear. No, because I learned a long time ago. I don't want people in my concentric circle who are just going to tell me what I want to hear. I need somebody who's going to be honest enough to tell me what I don't want to hear, even if it hurts my feeling, because I learned a long time ago that the wounds of a friend are better than the kisses of an enemy. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And after you stop, look, and listen, then you ask yourself this last question. Do I have peace? Because peace is like an umpire at a baseball game. It tells you whether you're safe or whether you're out. And if you don't have peace at the end of the day about that decision, that probably means that that's not the will of God. If you've got to force yourself to have peace, to settle for this 
this, this decision, this person, this job, whatever it is, it's probably not the will of God for your life. So brothers and sisters, if you're going to take God at his words, you've got to submit to the plans of God. But secondly, may I suggest to you, if I lean into this text another way, I would suggest that if you're going to take God at his word, not only must you submit to the plans of God, but you need to be sensitive to the providence of God. Let the church say providence. The one thing about the God of the patriarchs is that the God of the patriarchs was not a God who was aloof and detached from the human situation. That God is not the God of the deists. The deists believe in a God that works, that, 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 that kind of wound the world up like it's a spinning top and then took his hands off of it. And he's waiting on the world to spin itself out of energy. No, our God is not a deist God. He's not an aloof God. He's a God who is actively involved and engaged in the affairs of his children. That God is like the people at a Broadway uh, uh, production who work behind the scenes. You see, when you go to Broadway and you see the play, you see the actors and actresses on the stage. But what you don't see are the myriad, the plethora of people who work behind the scenes. You don't see them. They handle the lighting. They handle the curtains. They handle the makeup. They handle the food. You see, they are not on center stage, but they are working behind the scenes so that the show can go on. That's what I mean by providence. It is the invisible hand of God superintending the affairs of his people behind the scenes. And when you understand the providence of God, first of all, I would suggest if you're going to be sensitive to his providence, that you need to first of all pay attention to the patterns of providence. Can the church say, patterns of providence verse 21 Hebrews 11 by faith Jacob when he was dying blessed each of the sons of Joseph oh look at that it's amazing how life has come full circle now Jacob is an old man like his daddy was when he was on his deathbed and now Jacob is half blind just like his daddy was and now Jacob wants to bless the sons of Joseph Joseph had two sons the oldest son was Ephraim and the youngest, uh, rather Manasseh, and the youngest son was Ephraim. So he brings the sons into his blind daddy's room. He places, if you will, the older boy in front of Jacob's right hand and the younger boy in front of his left hand. Now the right hand blessing was the patriarchal blessing. And the left hand blessing, whoever he put his left hand on, it was a blessing, but it was an inferior blessing. And so he knew his daddy was blind, so he decided to help the old man out. He put the older boy, Manasseh, in front of his right hand. He put the younger boy, Ephraim, in front of his left hand. But instead of Jacob putting his right hand on Manasseh and his left hand on Ephraim, the old man did something strange. He crossed his hands. He put his right hand on Ephraim and his left hand on Manasseh. Joseph said, no, daddy, you got it wrong. He said, he said son, I know what I'm doing. The Lord has shown me that it is not the older boy, but it's the younger boy who's supposed to receive this blessing. All oh, the good news of this text is that every now and then, when we think God ought to go one way, God will cross his hand and go in a different direction. People will count you out and people will say that you'll never make it, but God will cross his hands. Can I testify today? I didn't know we were poor until I got in college. Uh, but I know former people who grew who I grew up with, they, were, they grew up in middle class families and well-to-do families. Uh, and I know some of them were former 
those Eagle Scouts and you would have thought that they would have been voted most likely to succeed. Oh, but child of God, I'm here to tell you today, I know former Eagle Scouts who are strung out on drugs and the same little boy that they used to laugh at because he had holes in his shoes is preaching to you this morning. All I'm trying to tell you is that God crossed his hand. Every now and then people will ask you, how did you get that job? God crossed his hand. How were you able to afford that house? God crossed his hand. How could you buy that car? God crossed his hand. How did you get that raise? God crossed his hand. How are you living so blessed? God crossed his hand. And when you look at the scripture, there's a pattern that runs in the scripture of the younger boy receiving the blessing instead of the old. Let's run the scripture. Uh, look at the sons of Adam and Eve. Cain is the older. Abel is the younger. But it's not Cain who's accepted as Abel. God crossed his hands. Look at the sons of Abraham. Ishmael is the older. Isaac is the younger. But it's, it's not Ishmael. It's Isaac. God crossed his hands. Look at the sons of Isaac. Esau is the older. Jacob is the younger, but it's not Esau, it's Jacob. God crossed his hand. Look at the sons of Jacob. Reuben is the older. Joseph is the younger, but it's not Reuben, it's Joseph. God crossed his hand. Look at the sons of Joseph. Manasseh is the older. Ephraim is the younger, but it's not Manasseh, it's Ephraim. God crossed his hand. Look at the kings of Israel. Saul is the first king. David is the second king, but it's not Saul, it's David. God crossed his hand. Come on into the New Testament. John the Baptist is the older. Jesus is the younger. It's not John, it's Jesus. God crossed his hand. And the only reason we are alive today and are saved today is because God crossed his hand. He gave the gospel first to the Jews. They rejected it. So he gave it to the Gentiles. God crossed his hand. What, what patterns of God's providence as you look in the rearview mirror of your life? What patterns of providence have you noticed? Now, I need to testify now. I'm not in the Bible. This is not scripture. This is just me talking. I don't know why God has chosen to deal with my life with the number seven. Now, here I'm... It's not my Bible. It's not scripture. I don't get my theology from the numbers. I'm just testifying. I'm the seventh of eight children. I was born in the, in the seventh month on the 21st day. I got saved at the age of 14. Called to my first church at the age of 21. Called to my second church at the age of 28. In the 14th year being at my second church, I began to sense God had something. I don't know why God has dealt with me in that way. And I'm not saying God has to do it that way all the time, but I can't help but pay attention to how he has providentially dealt with me. What, what patterns of his providence have you noticed? Here's some homework for you. Go back and look back through the rear view mirror. Here, here's somebody's pattern. Your pattern is that you always took the road less traveled. That as you look back at your over your life, when the crowd was going one way, you found yourself going in another direction. For somebody else, here's your pattern. That if you were excited about something at first, you usually discovered that that wasn't the thing for you. 
For somebody else, here it is. Look like everybody always got blessed but you. Mm -hmm. But when your blessing finally came through, yeah. it was greater than those who got blessed at first. I don't know what patterns of providence, but pay attention to the patterns of providence. But wait, pay attention to the purpose of providence. Joseph had one bad thing after another that happened to him. If anybody knew about the purpose of providence, it was Joseph. One bad thing after another. He had this gift of interpreting dreams. And because he had this gift, it got him in trouble with his brothers. They hated him. They became jealous of him. And they threw him into a pit. Along the way came some Ishmaelite slave traders. They sold him as a slave to the Ishmaelite slave traders. Then they carried him into Egypt where he was sold again as a slave to a man named Potiphar. While working for Potiphar, Mrs. Potiphar tried to hit on him. He wouldn't accept her overtures, so she accused him of sexual harassment. He was thrown in prison. While in jail, he met two fellows that used to work for Pharaoh. The two fellows had dreams, and Joseph was able to interpret their dreams. And one of them got out of jail and went back to work for Pharaoh. Joseph said, remember me. Along the way, Pharaoh had a dream. None of Pharaoh's magicians and wise men could interpret the dream. That's when the fellow said, oh, Pharaoh, I remember I had a Hebrew sailmate who's got a gift of interpreting dreams. They called for Joseph. The Pharaoh told him to dream. Joseph said, here's the, the interpretation. You're going to have seven years of, of plenty and seven years of famine. And you need to prepare now during the years of plenty so you won't starve to death during the years of famine. And guess who Pharaoh hired to be over the food distribution? It was jo Joseph. He went from the prison to the palace, second in command, only to Pharaoh. And along the way during the years of famine, his brothers came. And Joseph was able to say, you meant it for evil, but God meant it for good. He looks down through the rearview mirror and sees that it was the providence of God all along. Because if he didn't have the gift of interpretation, his brothers wouldn't have hated him. Had his brothers not hated him, they wouldn't have thrown him into the pit. Had they not thrown him into the pit, he wouldn't have been sold to the Ishmaelite slave traders. Had they not been sold to the Ishmaelite slave traders, they wouldn't have carried him into Egypt. Had they not carried him into Egypt, he he wouldn't have been sold to Potiphar had he not been sold to Potiphar. Mrs. Potiphar wouldn't have lied on him. Had Mrs. Potiphar not lied on him, he wouldn't have ended up in jail. Had he not ended up in jail, he wouldn't have met the two fellows that worked for Pharaoh. Had he not met the two fellows that worked for Pharaoh, he wouldn't have interpreted their dream. Had he not interpreted their dream, then Pharaoh would have had his dream and they wouldn't have told him about Jacob. Had he not told him about Joseph, then the seven years of famine would have come and they wouldn't have been prepared. Had the seven years of famine come and they they were not prepared. Then his brothers, when they came looking for food, would have starved to death. Had his brothers starved to death, there would be no nation Israel. If there was no nation Israel, then the baby wouldn't have been born in Bethlehem. Had the baby not been born in Bethlehem, he wouldn't have gone to the cross. Had he not gone to the cross, you would still be in your sin. God had to get Joseph into Egypt to get Jesus on the cross. God uses the good, the bad, and the ugly to bring us into his purpose. And we know that all things work together for the good of those who love the Lord. Okay, you wouldn't want to eat 
four cups of flour by itself. You wouldn't want to eat four raw eggs by themselves. You wouldn't want to eat three cups of sugar by itself. You wouldn't want to drink two tablespoons of vanilla extract by itself. Because by itself is too bitter. By itself is too sweet. By itself is too potent. But when it is worked together, yes, sir. everybody likes a slice of cake. And all I'm trying to tell you is God has the mixing spoon of your life. He's working it all together for your good. I got to get out of here. That thing says I got two minutes. Let me get out of here. You going to take God's word? Submit to the plans of God. Be sensitive to the providence of God. But let me, I'm going to skip some of this. Let me go hunk some of this off and say, if you, you're going to take God as his word. Now I'm going to be obedient. Steadfastly believe in the promises of God. Uh-huh. Verse 22, by faith, Joseph, when he died, made mention of the children of Israel and gave instructions concerning his bones. Now the, 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 the longer version is found in Genesis 50. Joseph now is uh, now a, an old man. He says, listen, we're down here in Egypt, but God didn't intend for us to stay here in Egypt. God promised our forefathers Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob that we were going to get to the promised land. He said, I know I probably won't get there with you. My bones would have long been bleached white by the ravishing of time. But I need you to make me this this promise. Promise me that when you leave to go to Egypt, that you won't leave my bones here. That you'll take my bones with you. Do I have a witness? 400 years later, Moses was watching over his flock on the backside of a mountain when he saw a bush burning that was not being consumed. And, and, and God told Moses, take off your shoes. Go tell Pharaoh to let my people go. Look at that child of God. It took 400 years between the promise, uh, the prophecy, and the promise being fulfilled. And in between the, 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 the prophecy and the promise, there was a problem. 400 years of slavery. I'm sure sometimes during those times, they got discouraged and said, we're not going to get out of here. Sometimes they began to feel that there's no way our circumstances are going to change. But when they became discouraged, I'd like to imagine that the bones started preaching. And the bones said, didn't God say you're going to go to the promised land? Didn't God say that he's got something better waiting for us? Child of God, that's all I want to tell you. You've got to learn to believe God more than you believe your circumstance. Because your circumstance can lie to you. Your circumstance will tell you uh, that your trouble is going to last always. But the word says weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Your circumstance will tell you you've got enemies all around. But the word says no weapon formed against you shall be able to prosper. Your circumstance will say you are a failure, but the word says you are more than a conqueror. 
your circumstance will tell you that God's not going to answer your prayer. But the word says they that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Good day, y'all, but the Lord is everything to me. He said he would my comfort be. God said he would be right there. I know he's everywhere. God said it. I believe it. God said you are the head, not the tail. I believe it. God says you shall live and not die. I believe it. God says there's a friend who sticks closer than a brother. I believe it. I believe it. I believe it. Take God at his word. If you receive it, give the Lord praise today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What a quick, short, cute, to the point message this morning. Dr. Maurice Watson, take God at his word. Take him at his word today. See, what we do, we try to mix stuff up in there, you know, from us. And we try to figure it out and work it out and all of this. Take God's word just like it is, raw, plain, and simple. Don't mix it with nothing. Back in the day when I would go clubbing and would bring the drink to the table, you know, they might drink, bring a fifth of rum. And they said, what you going to mix it? What, what, what you going to do? I said, well, give me some lime and let me have a little Coke with that, you see? Because I'm mixing some. It tastes a certain way so I can drink it and digest it. But we don't need to mix nothing with the word of God. Just take his word just like it is. Straight, no chaser. Straight, no chaser. If he say you the head and not the tail, that's that's who you are. If he said you're above and not beneath, that's who you are. If he said no one formed against you shall prosper, it won't. He didn't say the weapon wouldn't form, but it won't prosper. It won't grow any bigger. It won't it won't go nowhere. It's gonna be right there what it is, and eventually that'll fade away. But we must believe today and take God's word. Take God, brother, at his word. He has said what he meant, and he meant what he said. And he said his word is sharper than any two of sword. I know the word of God will cut out of you that shouldn't be in you. Do you hear me? It cut fornication out of you. Yeah. It cut weed smoking out of me, crown raw drinking out of me, Budweiser beer out of me, lying, deceitfulness, selfish, money hungry out of me. His word did it. I believed it. I took God at his word. And he delivered me. I didn't play with it. This was a crucial time for me. I couldn't play by nothing. 
I had been in the church all them years, I told you. I served on the usher board. I was a cute usher. <laughs> served on the usher board. Uh, guess what else? <clears throat> was a member of the intercessory prayer team. Oh, come on here today. Do you hear me? Not only that, cook first Sunday breakfast every first Sunday, but had a form of godliness and was denying the power thereof. Oh, but the day I decided to take God at his word, the day I went to him for real and was willing to accept him no matter what, but that day, no matter what it took to get with him in faith, I was with him. And I told him that looking up from the window. Whatever, if you I want to be just as real in you as you are real. And once I find out that you're real, whatever it takes to stay with you, that's what I want to do. And then every word I said. And every now and then, I can go back over that and take a look at that day when I went to him for real. When I didn't go to him in me talking about what I wanted. I talked to him about what I believe he wanted. I believe you want me to walk up right before you. I believe you want me to obey your words. I, I, I believe you want me to deny myself. I believe you want me to do what your son Jesus did. I believe you want me to love the unlovable. Sometimes hang out with those uh, appear to be you can't hang out with them. I believe you want me to feed the homeless, the hungry. Yeah. It was what he was talking about, not what I was talking about. Him to let my flesh die so he could live. Because there was no good thing in my flesh, and I didn't know what I was doing, what I was talking about. I didn't really know what I was wanting, not even what I was expecting. I just wanted to be free. I just wanted peace of mind. I just wanted direction in the right way. Lead and guide me in the right path. Show me the real way. I don't see what the church folks do. I don't been under the preacher that, 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 that I, he'll have a girlfriend. I don't been under the preacher that'll go with somebody else's wife. I don't been under the preacher that'll go with the choir member. He can go on with the choir members. I done been all of this, the deacons going with the ushers and the preachers going with the ushers. I done, I done saw this. I, I don't want none of that. Yeah. I want the real thing. I want you for real. And whatever your word says, that's what I want to do. Because I took God at his word. And I couldn't go back. Because he told me if I went back, this body would surely lay down and never get up. And to be honest, wasn't nothing to go back there for but the hell and destruction. I didn't want no more of the world ways. I gave the devil back all his tools. Because see, when I was out there, I was about the dollar bill. I, I was about 
Please, the house on the hill with the dog named Fluffy and all this foolishness. It was nonsense. All of this was going to pass away one day. It wouldn't stand. Only the word of God. Only God and his son, Jesus Christ, was going to be here. Jesus was still the word and still will be the word. But this is what I learned. I needed them. I needed the word and to take him at his word. I didn't need all this other stuff because what I found out, he's a way maker. He supplies. <laughs> he get wants. See, when I come out of that lifestyle and I gave the devil back all his tools and everything, I was going to have to go to the real job and punch the time clock. I was going to have to go to the building of South Central Bell. Here we have Bell South, and in Alabama it was South Central Bell. I was going to have to go to South Central Bell, Jerry, and walk them halls. I was going to have to go from the first floor up to the third floor. I had 23 employees. I had to watch every employee go back behind them and make sure everything was clean as they said they needed it. In other words, I was the captain of the ship, so I was the last one going down. I was the last one who leave at night. When I gave the devil back all his tools, God opened the door and gave me a job as a building manager. $300 a week, where before I was, <laughs> I went to $300 a week. Every two weeks when I got paid, I got a paycheck of over 500 and something dollars after taxes. I was used to that. I moved into the project, but nonetheless, I would refuse to go back. I refused to go back. I made a start with God, and I promised I was going all the way. If it killed me, I was going all the way. I didn't have the same kind of furniture. I didn't have the, no car. Gave all this tools. I showed God I meant business. I walked to work every day. And when I got off, somebody dropped me off to my house. They were glad to do it because I was their boss. Got free hairdos, all kind of stuff. He opened doors and made a way because I gave the devil back his tools and refused to go back and get them. I'll never forget it. One day my nephew took me to lunch. I was walking to work. And when he pulled aside me, he held his head back and down a little bit and looked like he was surprised. Is this really you? Hey, I'm Bobby. I, Gene, I said, hey. So, woman, where you going? I said, I'm headed to work. You say, work? I said, yeah, I work for professional maintenance, and I got that Bell South, I mean, the South Central Bell building out at Vestavia. He said, what? I said, yeah. He said, well, what time you got to be there? I said, probably around 3. It was about 1 then. So were you quite early? I said, yeah, I get that because I have paperwork and stuff to do. I said, I like to do that every day. I just go in early. So I said, well, look here. It's a little uh, 
soul food spot right up there. Let me drop you right there and let's talk a minute. I went in there, ordered what I wanted, and uh, he was going to hold up. I, I'll pay for this to see that money wasn't clean. Y'all don't understand. I said, look here. I know what you brought me in here for. I said, but uh, I done found God for real. I can't turn him loose. He was like, but I'm Bobby Chin. I said, hey, I found God. Do you understand? I found a true and living God that got all power. I can't let him go. And talking about None of that is worth what he's worth to me. He kind of sat back and looked at me. Said, Bob Jean, you done changed. I said, yeah. I said, because if any man be in God, he's a new creature. Old things pass away. Behold, all things become new. I'm no longer that person. I can't even think like that today. I said, when you stopped me, I was praying walking up the street, headed on up to work. He said, but you look so happy. I said, and I am. He said, walking? I said, yeah, because he with me. Wherever I go, he go. It's not about a car. It's not about none of that stuff. I said, that's why I came and dropped all of that off to you because I'm through. I can't do nothing with that. None of that. I can't. You know what? I don't even want to talk about that no more. I said, and I'll be praying for you. He said, I had lost my mind. And he ain't never lied. I lost that old mind. Ah, and took on the mind of Christ. Huh? Ah, look at here, look at here. It wasn't about that no more. Friends started easing away from me. Because, see, I wasn't about to showboat no more. I didn't want to showboat no more. I didn't, I didn't want to turn up, as they say in the day. I didn't want to go to the club and, and be in the spotlight because I can do it like this and I got it. No, 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 no. I found a Savior. Hallelujah. And he's sweet, I know. He's sweet, I know. Both right. He's sweet, I know. Dog clouds. Mm. Stormy winds may blow. <clears throat> I'll tell the world wherever I go. <laughs> I found a savior and he's sweet, I know. Ah, uh, nothing out trumps him. Do you hear me? Nothing can replace him. Nothing can do what he can do for you today. He's a deliverer. He's peace. He's joy. He's happiness. He, 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 so many people want money. He's money. They want money, 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 money. Money. He is money today. He's everything that we need. But we got to take his word. If he said it, we got to believe it. Joe said, do it, Tara. I'm going to wait for it. Whatever he sent out for his word to do, that's what it'll do. And when the enemy comes in like a flood, it's him that will raise a standard for you. But we got to remember he'll raise a standard. He'll give us the peace we need to do what we need to do. 
if we're willing to allow him to do it. See, sometimes we're not willing to allow him to do it because we're thinking about what we're going to miss, what we won't have. When I come out, I didn't miss nothing. I gained more. I didn't have to worry about no police kicking my door in. I didn't have to worry about being robbed, none of that. I didn't have to worry about keeping up with the latest fashions, latest uh, 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 hairdos, and uh, what BET had going on, and and, and all I, I, that was over with. I no longer had to be concerned about what the world was concerned about. I had a new mind. I dressed like I felt comfortable dressing, no tight stuff on. I didn't have to have them snakes in my head, you know, afraid. I didn't have to have none of that. I used to call this lady over say, I said, give me some finger waves. She said, what? I said, yeah, I like the most finger waves. And I do it last me a while. I spread with machine when I get ready to leave. It was shining and nice and neat on the work. Found the Bible teaching church. God did that for me. He sent the church to me. <laughs> He's that kind of God, but we got to take him at his word. Yeah. And we will be all right in Jesus' name. Yes, we will. But we got to take him at his word. Make him come real in your life. He's not a dead God. He's alive and well. And he can supply anything we need. He can give us anything we want as long as we line up with his word. And our motives are right for what we want. God will do it for us. Yeah, I, I didn't want to be in the limelight. I want to sit behind the scenes and let him shine. Hallelujah. And I tell you, he shined bright. Uh, he's a good God this morning. I don't know who would leave him, and why would you leave him? Yeah, no need, no need to leave him. He's on our side today in spite of us. All right, I'm going to one more song of the morning. When we come back, the studio is open. If anyone has something they would like to say, please feel free this morning to press that number one and come in and share today. You might want to talk about taking God at his word. You might want to tell how you took him at his word when things were looking bad. But you remember what he said, and he brought you through. Brought you out. You held on to him. It was looking bad. You you were almost in the last hour when he stepped up on the scene. Hallelujah. And gave you more than. More than you needed. More than you wanted. Hallelujah. I can remember this and we go into the song. I needed my phone to be a pay. I work for a company called Staff Masters. And the guy I worked with him off and on uh, now, it would have been 32 years. But I worked there and I was the evening supervisor. Needed my phone paid, and I wouldn't get paid until that Friday. And let's say this was on a Tuesday. I didn't know anybody there I could ask for the money. I couldn't even ask him for the money because 
he was complaining that so many of the employees was asking for money before payday and this said, Lord, I'm not going to him. I said, Lord, I need you to move for me. And they told me at 12 o'clock that night, if I didn't pay that bill by 12 in the morning, they would turn my phone off. And I knew they would. So when I asked the Lord to move for me, I didn't know how I came home and got on the computer and was doing what I wanted to do. The phone rang. Because I supervised the people over 30-something people going out to a place called Alamo Rent-A-Car in Orlando. And the people that went, they was labor school workers, what we call day labor. And I couldn't call them people and ask them people for no money because they was working, the, you know, getting a daily paycheck. But the phone rang, and it was one of the women who I sent out to Alamo. She said, Miss Barbara, what you doing? I said, I'm sitting here. Trying to think of how, you know, I could get my phone bill paid. They said they were going to cut it off 12 o'clock. She said, well, how much is it? I told her six or seven dollars, six or seven, whatever it was. She said, well, I got that. I can do that for you, Miss Barbara. I said, really? She said, yeah. I said, okay. And we figured out how to let her pay that bill. And she paid the bill for me from her phone. But when I looked at the time of talking to her, it was like 11, let's say 54. Might have been 11.52. Uh, seven or eight minutes before 12, she paid the phone bill. You see what I'm saying? Right before God will come. He'll be there. Right before it's due, he'll step in on time. Oh, I know they say they'll foreclose on your house. But right before your darkest night, God will show up. Whatever you need, he can buy it. But we got to give him first. See, we want him to give to us first, and then we're talking about what we'll do afterwards. Now, he know if you go on, you're not coming back to him until the next time. But if you'll go on and give him what he needs to work for you, and you stay with him every time you'll know, when I ask for something, God is going to move. But don't ask the myth. Don't ask according to his will. Sometimes we're in situations, even with our home, that we need to get out from under this. But we're trying to hold on. God built for us, but we're we, we trying to hold on because we think this is it. But this is not it. He's got better for us if we're trusting. Much better. I, 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 I'm telling you, I, I was riding around in that 1998 Ford and you couldn't tell me nothing about that car. It wasn't no uh, 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 spinner wheels on it, wasn't no rims on it, it wasn't scooped up, none. I didn't have no tinted windows, but that car was all the world to me. It was paid for. All I did was keep the service, oil changed, check the transmission fluid, buy tires when I needed them. That's all I had to do. I drove it for nine years. God said, enough is enough now. Go get a car. No, uh -oh. <laughs> this paid for. I am not doing it. Them months go out fast. Go get a car. Nope. Mm -mm. I'm not getting no car. I'm going to ride this till the wheels fall off, and that's what I did. 
going down the street one day and just completely shut down. Bam. Had to call Triple A and my to come and get me and take my tire plus. They ran the diagnostic on it. He said, your baby dead. I said, oh, no, y'all going to resurrect that baby. So Miss Mike, we can't. I said, y'all got to do something. He said, well, hold up. He said, we can resurrect them, Miss Mike, but it'll cost you around $3,000. Well, I didn't have 3000 I said, well, I guess I got to go get me a new baby. Went on home on a Friday. She broke down that that. Uh, Sunday, I called it the Silver Soldier. We going to the song. I called it the Silver Soldier. Silver Soldier broke down that Sunday, and I was catching rides. My daughter-in-law, you know, different people would come and get me and take me shopping to get groceries, whatever. That Friday night, before going, the email popped up. You do you need a car? I said to myself, yeah, let me check this out. I went in and put some information in there. Finished up what I was doing, went on to bed. The next morning I get up, and around 9 o'clock the phone rang. It was the uh, credit manager. He asked me some more questions. I told him, he said, okay, I'm going to have someone to call you back in an hour. Well, it was a little bit an hour, and a woman by the name of Cookie called me over the Kia out Atlantic Boulevard in Jacksonville, Florida. And uh, she told me some information and this and that, and I gave her a little more information. She said, well, can you come and uh, pick your car up? I said, listen, the man told me I could do everything over the phone. She said, and you have. I said, well, I don't want to come out there and be disappointed. I said, and he said, you know, I could do everything over the phone. She said, you can do everything over the phone, but you can't drive the car off the lot over the phone. You got to come out here. <laughs> in other words, stick a key in it, turn the key, give it a little gas, and you can go. I went out there. I wasn't out there 45 minutes. How many know when you go to buy a new car, it takes you some time? I wasn't out there 45 minutes. And I was in new 2010. Toyota RAV4 and went on down the street. I was about a year through paying for that when he gave me another 2015 Toyota RAV4 in 2015. The only way I skipped the beat on that car note is I wanted to, if I'm honest. He opened a budget for me to pay for it. You hear me? But we got to take God at his word. And we got to live something before God. See, we want God to do for us what we want him to do for us, but we want to live raggedy before him. No, ma'am. No, sir. Be ye holy, for I am holy. Ask what you will, I'll give it to you. Ask anything you ask in Jesus' name, I'm going to give it to you. Why? You're living right before me. You're doing the best that you can. You're working unto me. I pay good pay. I got great benefits. But we want to live raggedy lives. We want to live in our flesh, but we want spiritual blessings. How is that? Think about that for a minute. I want my flesh to be pleased. I want God to give me spiritual things. It won't work like that. Now, some things he does because he shines on the just like he does the unjust. But we need to get it right with God this morning, 100%. 
and stop fulfilling the lust of our flesh. And it's not always sexual. Sometimes it's the things we do and sometimes it's the things we want. I can only imagine. Talking about me living in the house on the hill with the dog named Fluffy. Now, I don't need all that. I don't need no beans. I don't need none of that. I need what I got. And I need God to open doors with what he gave me because whatever situation I'm in, whatever state I'm in, I want to be content. And see, one thing about God, when you get content in a situation and he see you good right there where you are and you're not asking for more and this and that, he'll come right in and give you what you want, give you what you need. Because what you're simply doing now is waiting on him. He won't withhold no good thing from you. Anything good for you, God will give it to you before you even asking for it. But we got to take him at his word. We got to walk up right before him and live right before him daily. You can't play no games. Time out for the game plan. If ever there was a time to leave that form of godliness alone, now is that time. Stop denying the power of God. Well, God know my heart, and see, that's a sad thing because it's so true. He knows the very intent of your heart, and if the intent is not right, God doesn't come in there and, and do nothing but make your intent to get right. You're not going to get the beans and all of that because your intent of your heart needs to get right. It needs to line up with the word of God. You need to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Ask God to forgive you. Ask him to come into your heart and live forever. Get in the word of God so you'll have a prayer life and a Bible study life. Praying and asking God daily. Whatever's in me that shouldn't be, Lord, take it out of me. I don't want to be evil. I don't want to be wrong. I don't want to do nobody wrong. Albertina Walker sung a song that says, Lord, keep my hand so that I can do no wrong. I don't want to do nobody no wrong. We don't want to revenge our enemies. We don't want to see our enemies revenge. We don't want to see that. We want God to save them too. Because we haven't always been yet. And we try to portray the image that we always did right. I can't tell you I always did right. I done did some wrong. Plenty of them. I done lied, I done cheated, I done stole. I done did plenty. So when somebody is tough, there's no need to be acting like, I'm, I'm, I done did so much right and look at the wrong coming to me. I need to accept the trial and walk in God and walk right on out the trial in Jesus' name. Huh? It's going to be all right. Ain't no war with me. We're not going to have no eating pitiful potato chips, drinking pitiful punch, and eating pitiful cake. Now, I don't want the pity meal. I want strength. I want to be able to stand in God and walk away and tell God thank you. Because you're leading and guiding me in the right path for your name's sake. Whatever his name on, it's going to come out right. Oh, yeah, this morning. Let me go to this, this request. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
Daryl Dixon on the saxophone. I believe there are many ways to worship. Amen. We worship with our words. We worship with our instruments. We can worship with our entire bodies. My only prayer is that it's pleasing to the Lord. That's our only prayer. Only prayer that pleases you, though. There ain't no for the hopeless sinner who hurt all mankind just to save his own. Have pity on those, Lord, whose chances grow thinner. There ain't no hiding place from the kingdom throne, yeah. So people get ready. There's a train. Just thank the Lord, Leroy. 
time, dude. Take your time. You know, I'm talking about worship. And right here is my good friend David Watson, plays the flute as well as the saxophone. In fact, he considers himself more of a flute player even still than a sax player. At least that's what your old man said. This is your turn, man. Sing on to the Lord a new song.
Ah, uh, yeah. Don't need no baggage. Just get on board. So today we're learning to take God at his word. Whatever he said, that's what we are going to believe. Yes. Because his word says some great things to us. It's made some great promises to us. I'm the head and not the tail. Hallelujah. I'm above and not beneath. No weapon that's formed against me shall prosper. I can do all things through Christ who strengthened me. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Many. I can look to the hills from which cometh my help. All of my help comes from the Lord today. He made the heavens and the earth. I can trust with my whole heart and lean out to my own understanding. And all my ways acknowledge him. He's going to direct my path. If I just won't be wise in my own eyes, I fear him and depart from evil. Over in John, it talks about sanctify me through that truth, for that word is true, huh? For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever would believe on him won't perish but have everlasting life. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful, great and precious promises his word has given to us. Keeping our mind on him, he'll keep us in perfect peace. I don't care what you're going through. If you keep your mind on him, you're going to be at peace. Why is that? He's going to continue to allow you to know, I got this. I'll take care of this. I'm able to take care of this. And guess what? Much, much more than that. He is able. I'm grateful unto him. This morning, because he's always on my side in spite of me. He's always looking beyond no Barbara fault and yet meeting her needs. I just have to take him at his word. I'm telling you, I was going through last week. And coming back from the prison, I, I looked and I was like, oh, I done made a mistake somewhere. And I done used up everything I had. What a, so I just prayed the prayer face and went on. And he showed up to show me. <laughs> he showed up to show me. I got it. I was at the sink washing dishes, and I felt God, and I said this. Oh, he done took care. Let me let it go. Then wake up. Was it yesterday morning? I think it was yeah, yesterday morning. And I had money in the account, you know. The first part of the month, I looked around and I could do some things because I thought I even had messed up my truck note money, you know. But guess what? Everything fell right into place. God is faithful unto us. We just have to take him at his word and believe, believe today. Believe that he's on our side in spite of us. He's looking beyond us. He supply needs. Today, not just tomorrow, but next week, but today, he supplies according to his riches and glory by his son, Christ Jesus. Today, November the 4th, 2021, the earth is the Lord's, the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein. Today, 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 whatever you need today, tell him about it. Today, I'm a living witness, he can fix it. But don't let it be according to your will. Let it be according to his will. 
uncomfortable situations. God is trying to get us, shake us and wake us up and move us out of familiar places. See, we've been in this so long, we're comfortable. He don't want us comfortable in certain places. So he move us. And while the move is coming, because we're coming out of comfort and we don't know what to expect in the new place, we feel in some type of way. But if you trust God, he's getting you out of this comfort zone to bring you to something better. And many times that comfort zone, you'll never have no more problems. You won't have to worry about it. Sometimes we're in places where it's not ours, it's somebody else's. And they're taking us through because it's theirs. We thought we was going to be a part of, of, of that we are, but we found out we wasn't. God said, okay, they don't want you a part of this. I'm going to move you over here. And once I get you over here, I'm going to bless you to the point of where you know whatever you want, go get it. And the just shall live by faith. We walk by faith and not by sight. And a lot of people don't like to put faith to work because it takes work to put it to work. I told you when I got this house, I had been praying. Three nights in a row, every night I come home from that store. I was running Jesus in the morning confectionery and cafe, and every night I come home, I'm talking to the Lord about a house. That third night, that I heard you the first time. I'm giving you a house. I just need you to wait. When he spoke that, I turned over on that right side on that pillow, and I went on to sleep. And the next night, I come home after I, you know, pray, and I get in the bed praying out because I sleep that way. I pray out. Guess what? It wasn't no Lord. I want a house. So I don't want to fight with people with no parking space. I, I believe my work is done. Wasn't no, wasn't no more of that. He done spoke. God has spoken. Barbara, the church, all she could say was amen. The next thing I know, everything was in motion. Everything was in motion. I, was, I had a realtor, Coldwell Bankers. That's who I wanted. I always wanted Coldwell Bankers and got them. And the first owner of it, she said, you know what? I got a lady I need you to talk to. Because folks say they hear the anointing in my voice. They know I'm a church person. I said, please, y'all stop it. Somebody. Yes, yeah, raspberry voice you got. You, you, you're a church person. We know it. You sound like a church lady. She said, I got somebody I want you to talk to. She said, she's a Christian lady. Now, this woman didn't know if I was a Christian, if I was a devil worshiper. She had a witness, a, a Muslim. Uh, a flip back of her backup boat, and she didn't know who I was. She said, I, I got somebody I want you to talk to, a Christian lady, and I know she would do you good. I said, okay, because I was willing to talk to anybody because my daughter, she just stayed on me. She said, Mama, did you talk to the realtor? Mama, did you find a realtor? Mama, are you looking for a house? I'm like, yeah. I wasn't halfway doing nothing, y'all. I was up there running. <laughs> Jesus in the morning, uh, confectionery and cafe, doing the show from the cafe from the floor, and and and, and uh, playing with them kids in there, and cooking wings and fries and ministering. That was my thing every day. Oh, look at 
UPS girl couldn't stay away from that. Every time I turn around, that brown truck was out front. I said, I got a package now. You got a package now? I'm like, well, what you want in here? Hey, I come to talk to you a few minutes. I said, okay. Uh, so-and-so and so, the UPS driver, the, the mail come make me last to bring my mail after she done gave everybody else her because she wanted to stop in there and talk. And would buy food and stuff to take for her sister. So I wasn't looking for no house. I'm up there having fun. <laughs> so when I got a hold of Ben, she started taking me around and look. Took me about three weeks to find this place. And all I had, I want y'all to hear me this morning. I want you to hear me this morning because some people, they sitting back thinking like God is not able to do it. Some people sit, when, Lord, when? Right now, November the 4th, 2021, if you can take him at his word. The people were still living, still had their furniture and stuff in here. I came in here and I prayed. It had everything I wanted. I prayed, had everything I wanted out there, whatever. And I went on. Chante said, Mama, I need you to go over there and look again and be sure. I was like, why I got to go? She said, Mama, go back over there. I'm going with you. Walk through there again and make sure this is exactly what you want. Because once you sign the papers on a house, mama, you can't go back the next day to me I change my mind. It don't work like that. It's yours. So go back in there and make sure. I came back through here. She was in the living room. I walked through every room and uh, decided what I was going to make out of each room. Because all she wanted was a bedroom, and she gave me the master bedroom, because at the time, I didn't know it, my house, and she was going to hit the road and go back <laughs> where she made money at. She have time for me, and this your stuff over here. I'm going over here, so when I get ready for my stuff, I'm going to be able to get mine whenever I'm ready. But I want to make sure you situated good. So the next thing I know, I done... Went to rooms to go, got furniture, paid cash. Yeah. I'm t- I'm not talking about what Barbara and Shantae did. I'm talking about what Almighty God, who have all the power, the God that we can take at his word, the God that we can walk up right before him and he'll move right now. Because when your way is pleasing, there's nothing he won't do for you. Three days out here. I had an accident. The second, first day, first of, about the first day I got here, I sold the store. Oh, I didn't want to do that. But I sold it and I was hurt. And I had to sell it for way less than I put into it. And I was hurt over that and a number of things. But I continued right on in Jesus like nothing had happened. A man, the third day I was here, the man bammed me in the back of my truck. They gave me a rental truck. I didn't like him. All kind of stuff went on. Because how many know when God bless you, the devil don't like it. And he think he can harass you and what I give you, but I'm not that kind. I take God at his word. I'm the head and not the tail. I'm above and not beneath. No weapon that is formed against me shall probably run. 
went to the emergency room. They gave me some medication that if I would have taken the medication, I'd have died. Do y'all hear me? The pharmacist called it and she said, oh, no, you can't take this. She can't take this medicine. This this, this will mess her up. Oh, this will take her out of here. The enemy said, sue him. I said, no, I ain't got time for that right now. I'm busy. I continued on here. I continued on. In a little while, my daughter left and went on. I was here by myself. And uh, at first, I didn't like it. I'm calling around to see if a grandkid want to come. I didn't really not. Nobody wanted to come way out here with me. I said, okay, Lord, it's for me to be by myself. Plus, I couldn't have nobody with me anyway, staying with me like that, because when people call me, I can't talk their business in front of everybody. You know what I'm saying? I couldn't know how to stay with me. I had to be alone. And I learned to love it. Yeah. Did a lot of things here, served a lot of people, people and all kind of stuff, Thanksgiving, Christmas, big meals, and all kind of stuff. I was back down the patio, crab eating, and Minister Shonda and Sister Diane came from Virginia and thing, and we went to the uh, Philippine restaurant and ate. God just opened doors and moved to show me things. I can supply anything you need. Okay, you want to go to Paris. You want to go to Spain. You want to go to Spain. I can do it. Oh, you want to go to Greece. I can do all of that for you. And not just go online. I've met people from some people God sent my way, and I know I can trust. Y'all don't hear me today. Africa, he just hasn't given that to me yet. And I never ask him why. I accept what he allowed. I'm better off. Because all things, whatever wrong me, it must work together for my good. So today, we want to take God at his word and be blessed. I don't want much. That's not a whole lot I want right now. I want to go back with him when he comes. Glory. Hallelujah. I want my name written in the Lamb Book of Life. Those are the two main desires I have. I'm a pressure washer on the outside and touching up and thing, but and, and snatch the carpet out of here, put some wood floors and uh, put some balances to the windows and I make it blinds and, and windows. But my main focus is to go back with him when he comes, make sure my name in that land book of life. I take him at his word. Whatever his word says, I must believe. Hallelujah. Listen again, the studio is open. If anyone has something they would like to say this morning, please feel free to press that number one and come in today and uh, share with us. And God got a purpose and a plan. Let me do this right quick this morning because uh, today I, I, I see some things that God is moving and he's moving for you. And the song come to me, and this song comes to me for everybody. Everybody, it won't always be like this. God is perfecting that which concerns you. Listen, sooner or later, it's going to work in your favor. Even as I'm talking this morning, God is turning it around for you. He's turning it around for you. And today, I want y'all to pray for Rose Brown if you can. 
If you can remember, pray for Rose Brown this morning. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Yeah. Sister Dot, the enemy tried. He always trying to stop you. Your mind with misery, he won't listen. Continue to look to the hills, sister God, from which cometh your help. All of your help comes from the Lord. He made the heavens and the earth, and things are going to get much better than they are right now. You may feel like it's good, but things are going to get much better because the enemy thinks he can rub stuff in your face and it's all right, but it's not. God got you, sister. <laughs> Glory to his majesty. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Ooh, thank you right now for what you're doing for that God. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Mm. Because even in your older days, Dr. Goodman, God has kept you, and he's keeping you. Yeah, he's got the last word over Dr. Goodman. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Hallelujah. Ah, uh, yeah, you should live and not die, Dr. Goodman, to declare the works of the Lord. God's not through with you yet. He's not even through with you posting in the prayer club, in the prayer request club. Amen and everything and liking everything. God is not through with you yet. That that that's an encouraging thing. I really look Dr. Goodman like Dr. Yeah, that's encouraging. It won't always be like this. Hallelujah. Sooner or later, it'll work in your favor. Even as I'm talking, he's turning it around for you. Hallelujah for you. I thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jerry. That's what I believe this morning. I came for deliverance. Deliverance, I'm going to receive. I came for a miracle. I'm going to receive the miracle. Whatever I came to God for this morning, he's doing it for me, and that's what I believe. You got to believe it, Jerry. You're not alone. I know you feel alone, like you're alone some days, but you're really not. God has given you favor, Jerry, big favor in big places, I'm here to tell you. Not every day the therapist or nurse going to be in your house, but God has worked that out for you. He's given you wisdom how to get the things even in your older days that you need. Yeah, so he's turning it around for you. And all you got to do is praise him, Jerry. All he wants is the sincere praises because he's teaching you. He is teaching you. Hallelujah. And it's nothing like getting the lesson from Almighty God in the name of Jesus. It's all right today. It's all right. It's all right in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Sinner, freedom. Oh, yes. Freedom, freedom, freedom. around you, sinner. And so we just tell God thank you with whatever he's setting you free from. Hallelujah. Oh, yeah. I know whom the son said is free indeed, and you got it, son, and you've been set free. I also see some money coming your way, Santa. Hey, oh, thank you. Hey, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. 
Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And listen, when you get this money, I need you to plant a seed. That's all. And it's all right. But I know the money dropped. Hallelujah. And Lord, I ask that it'll have three zeros behind whatever you're sending her way. In the name of Jesus, move for God. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah. Glory to his majesty. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, it's all right. Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Nikki, I need you to get you some songs. I call them Songs of Zion. I don't really need you looking at TV. I need you playing them Songs of Zion. Even if you're going to take a nap, I need you to play them Songs of Zion. Yeah. It is gospel praise and worship music. I need you to play that even as you're sleeping or taking a nap during the day. As you ride in your car, whatever you're going to do, let this music lead and guide you. Let this music, because the, the music, good gospel music, it inspires, it encourages us. And that's what we need to keep going for us. I also see some money coming for you, Nikki. And when the money hit, I need you to plant a seed. Yeah, in Jesus' name. Yeah, it's coming. It's coming. I see it. It's coming. Hallelujah. Not long from now. Not, ooh, ah, right there. That's how close it is. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Sister Rita, there ain't no use to worry what tomorrow is going to bring. <laughs> it's already all right. Yeah, 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 yeah. This morning. Hallelujah, Jesus. For your glory, Lord. Do it, Lord. Do it for her in the name of Jesus. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you. Hallelujah. Ah, He's dropping it on you. Thank you, Lord. Ah, for your glory. God, you made us some promises. You made us some promises. And Lord, do it for her. Open every door unto her. In the name of Jesus. Ah, thank you, Lord. I saw a five and a O with three zeros, Sister Rita. And it's got your name on it. Yeah, I saw that. Just give God a little more time. Give him a little more time. And what I need you to do is just begin to praise him. As all, when you think about the five and the O and the three, I need you to praise him, Sister Rita. Praise him. Because the more you praise him, the quicker it's coming. The quicker it's coming in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. It's already been today. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, we thank you, Lord. We thank you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, uh, Brother Anthony, here's what I need you to do today. I need you to go to the book of John and just read the book of John. Just read the book of John. Read from the first chapter until John ends. And you ain't got to do it all in one day. You can read a chapter a day. Every day, read your chapter. But read it when you can sit down so you can better understand it. Yeah. And as you're going through the pages of John, God is going through the pages of your life. And he's changing some things. Yeah, 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 Lord Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord Jesus. He's changing some things in your life for the better, Brother Anthony. Strength is coming and 
and, and see the power of God moving. Yeah, it's going to get better and better for you. I see the day coming. Hi, yeah, yeah. Thank you, Lord. Where you own everything, Brother Anthony. You own everything, even your own business. Yeah. Not many days from now. It's not going to be a long time. Take God at his word by faith this morning. Because we walk by faith and not by sight. God is doing it for you. Mm. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Sister Simone, it's all right. It's all right today. If God said it, tell that devil that said it. And God has said for me, I'm the head and not the tail. I'm above and not the knee. No weapon that is formed against Simon shall prosper. So Simon is more than a conqueror through Christ Jesus and lover. Yeah, I saw some money coming for you as well. I see them dollars falling all around you. And the more you praise him, the quicker the money comes. And when the money comes, I need you to plant a seed. That's all. It's already all right in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. They say, Barbara, pick up on that money. <laughs> Hallelujah. God is faithful. And thank him this morning. Look here, Miss Sion. You're headed somewhere. You may feel like you ain't going nowhere. You may feel like these people ain't got it, and they don't. God got it. Whatever you need, he's got it. I see money coming for you. I see even some back money coming for you. And you know, sometimes the devil will hold it up. It's right above your head and he's holding it. But this morning, we asked God to send his fighting angels, send Michael, send angels this morning, God, to make the devil loose everything that belonged to Sion and Buddy this day, November the 4th, 2021, in now, Father. In Jesus' name. Do it, God, for your glory. Uh, and that they come out with the testimony. Add to them. Open the territory, Father. And add to their territory today. In the precious name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Brother Marquez, it's all right today. In Jesus' name, God, have it all under control. And um, I'm going to tell you this. Uh, Brother Marquez, I've seen some acres of land around you, but it belongs to you. Yeah, it belongs to you. And God is going to move quickly. And it's not going to be in a big town, I can tell you that right now. It's going to be in a small place, but uh, you're going to have land. I, I can see that coming your way. And that's not all. God also giving you some money. And when the money drops, just go ahead and plant a seed. You'll be all right in Jesus' name. Yeah. Yeah, the enemy is fighting, but God is winning. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. We thank you. Hallelujah. I didn't know God was going to move this way. Hey, Apostle Boatwright, it's already done. I saw some keys jangling. Yeah, I could hear the keys around your boat, right? I don't know what you're getting new. I don't know if it's a new house, new building, but I hear these keys and they jingling. Oof. And I speak the blessings of Almighty God upon you right now in Jesus' name. I'll see some money coming for you. Open the door, God. Make a way where she see no way. Surprise her, Lord, beyond her wildest imagination. And Father, that you would give her two numbers. And behind the two numbers, God, I ask that there would be six zeros. In the name of Yashatahaya. In the name of Jesus. Ah, for your glory, God. For your glory. Lord, let her not have to work another day, worry another day, be concerned another day. None of that. 
and it answers all things. Do it for her in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, uh, yeah. But, Lord, I just need you. When you can, lift your hands and just tell God thank you. And tell Sherry, Sherry, we're going to praise God together. We're going to tell him thank you together. We're going to pray more together, together, together. Because y'all together. And God want to do some things for both of you because you're equal one. Yeah. And it's all right this morning, Louis, in Jesus' name. Asking God to touch your eyes in Jesus' name. Heal this morning in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Also, money coming for you. Uh-huh. I see a big seed uh, that was planted, Louis, and you're getting a harvest off of it. God is moving. And do it quickly for him, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you. Hey, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Mm, thank you, Jesus. Oh, it won't always be like this. Hallelujah. God is perfecting that which concerning us. Ha, sooner or later, is working in our favor. He's turning it around for us right now, Lord. Around for us. Hallelujah. In the midst of harm, God is turning it around for our good this day. In the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord. We thank you. We thank you this morning. Thank you for your word today, God. We want to take you at your word. We know that you're able to take it. Thank God. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you, Lord. We thank you. We thank you for hearing us. We thank you for answering our prayers. We thank you for blessing us, Lord. Oh, we thank you. We thank you. We can't say thank you to you. You're good to Better than good, Lord. We thank you. You're faithful unto us. Hallelujah. And we thank you this day. We thank you. We thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Woo. Thank you, Jesus. There's none like you. Thank you, Lord, for what you're doing right now for your people. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, bloated mind, God. Do it beyond their wildest imagination. In the name of Jesus, move quickly, Father. In the name of Jesus, mm. show them that you're God and won't lie. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, it's all right. It's all right. It's all right. The studio is still open. We still have a few minutes. We What we got? 50. See, we got 20 minutes. So if anyone have something they would like to say, please feel free to press that number one and come in. I'm going to do roll call right quick. And uh, I know Brother Afton and Sister Rita may be listening <laughs> so they can get their names right <laughs> and, and come and perform. Hallelujah. Good morning to you, Sister Dorothy Goodman. Good morning to you, Sister Mary Ann and uh, Sister Simone, good morning to you, Sister Melanie Rose, 
Good morning to you, Sister Angela in California, Sister Laura, Mr. Mason, and Miss Deborah. Good morning to you, Sister Lexis. Good morning to you, and uh, good morning to you again, Sister Andrea Spinner, and uh, Sister Andrea in Philadelphia, Sister Keisha, Sister Rita, Sister, Sister Diane, and um, Sister Angela Foot, Sister Anna Lee Foot, Sister Jerry. Good morning to you, Sister Kim Hop, Sister Michelle, Sister Patricia Fluka, Sister Lisa, Sister Yvonne, Apostle Claudia Boatwright, and to Sister Amaria, I think it's Amaria Woodard. I'm going to say good morning to you, Sister Amaria. I'm believing that's your name. I'm believing that's your name. And a good morning to you, Brocal. And uh, good morning to you, Brother Justin Gilmore, Brother Frank, and uh, Brother Louis, and Brother Jermaine, and Brother Anthony, Brother D, and Brother Marquez Griffin. Good morning to everybody. God bless you this morning. And those that come through the archives and the podcast who have not displayed themselves yet, God bless you this morning. And I thank God for you. Thank God for my 708. I didn't see them this morning uh, before the week is out. And to uh, Brother George West Perry, good morning to you, Brother Perry. God bless you today. God bless you. And uh, we thank God today. We just thank him and uh, we're trusting him. Because if we'll trust and never doubt, God going to bring us out. We take our burdens to the Lord and leave them there. Walk away. Trusting God that he heard you, and not only that, but he's doing something about it. Today, again, November the 4th, 2021, we trust him today. That's all we can do is trust him because he's on our side, yeah, and he's for us. All right, Dr. Goodman, this one for you this morning. You right, are the
spreading the love worldwide. www.jesusinthemorningradio.com Hallelujah, hallelujah. Let go this morning and let God have his way. Good morning, Brother Anthony. God bless you this morning. How are you? Oh, did I open your mic? Yeah. Good morning, my brother. Good morning, everybody. First of all, I want to give God thanks for waking me up. Thanks for life ever strength, keeping my right mind around this year, another day, never seen before. Thank you for the activity with my limbs. Thank you for who he is to me and in me and what he's doing in me, where he brought me from, where he's taking me at. I just give God all the honor, glory, and the praise. And I'll say good morning to everybody. Say good morning to you, Miss Barbara. Uh, Sister Alexis Goodman is that uh, Good morning to uh, uh, Mother Anna Leafwood Sister Angela Leafwood Good morning to uh, Sister Rita Sister Jerry Sister uh, Fion Uh House to right. Good morning to you, Minister. Um, good morning to Brother D, Brother Jermaine, uh, Brother Perry, Brother Frank, Brother Lewis. Good morning to y'all. Good morning to um, uh, Sister Samoa. Good morning to you. Good morning to um, Brother uh, Griffin. Uh, Brother Hamilton and uh, all I can remember this morning. Uh, good morning to y'all. Y'all have a blessed day, and y'all continue to keep me y'all friends. I keep y'all in mind, and I just thank God for being able to come together this morning and worship and fellowship with one another and get some spiritual food. And I thank God for that word because they just. Bless my soul this morning as well to you know, continue to encourage me to continue to stay strong and uh, have faith in what God is going to do. You know, and give me that have patience, you know, to wait on him. I know, you know, he done did some stuff in my life before. And bless me, and I know he, he is a guy that will not lie. So, you know, I just got to have faith in had the patience, you know, the, the stand and the So I just thank God for that. And I received that this morning too, Miss Barbara. I'm speaking in my life. I'm just sitting back waiting for the blessing to fall. Amen. Amen, brother. When them dollars fall, don't forget. When them dollars fall, do not. <laughs> ah, I'm just joking. But look here, Sister Rita, uh, he tried to be on top of it this morning, now, Sister Rita. I don't know. I know you're listening. I don't know how many mistakes he made today because he was sure all the time. He started off a little slow. Yeah, and he coming off. He's coming off with it now. So uh, I don't know. I, I, I'm giving him the belt. And uh, he can stand up in the ring and hold the belt up. He's winning it again. He's winning it again. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. So we thank God this morning. And our brother Lewis say, hey, brother Anthony, Sister Dot say, good morning, brother Anthony. 
and uh, everyone else yeah that's listening she said good morning to everybody and jerry um i know you probably did it and we got bro griffin on the on the cell phone with me and uh this morning i was surprised to see that number we talked last sunday i think and i was surprised to see his number pop up but i thank god for it go go ahead thought about you this morning okay okay uh huh. I hear you. We hear you. Yeah. I knew it was working because I heard it clanging in the band. <laughs> and when I heard that, I said, "Yeah, he's still at work. He gonna be at work." But we thank God this morning, and uh, he's on our side. And that's just like God. He will surprise us. Surprise us and give us some things we wasn't even expecting. He'll bring that our way. And so we're grateful unto him this morning and we thank him. And uh, I'm going to try to get me a little help this week and some things done over here. And then I'll feel better about myself because I really haven't done nothing but run the streets. And I thank God and the day uh, Nick and I are supposed to get together. And I don't know how cold it is out there, but y'all know when it's cold. I don't like that. <laughs> when it's cold. And our brother Lewis is going to get a little cooler this week as the week progress on, maybe by the weekend. But uh, I don't like it. I don't like cold weather. I like nice and warm weather. I'm more of a springtime person, but I can deal with summer. As long as I got AC, I don't just have to be out there in the heat, in the heat, in the heat. But I thank God for the changing of the seasons. We thank God because he, he does that to bless us. Yeah. And so it's all right. So listen, um, is there anyone else? Anyone else? We got, what, six minutes? All right. I'll pray us out this morning and we'll go to our last song of the morning. And, uh, oh, let me ask y'all this. Anybody that can send me 1995, send it to me. Yeah, I, I, I need a few of them, 1995, $19.95. If you can send it to me, send it to me. Yeah. And it's all right in Jesus' name. And Sister Rita, uh, I, I'll get with you in a while. All right. So we're moving on in Jesus' name. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you for all that has been said and done this morning. Thank you for your word. Take you at your word today, Father. Thank you for your many blessings upon us, and thank you for what you're doing right now in the name of Jesus. We give you glory. We give you honor and praise, and Father, today we ask it all in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. And as we depart this morning, bless our going out. Father, bless our coming in. Open doors for us today and make ways. And, Lord, show your people all that you have great blessings for them today in the name of Jesus. We trust you for the now. We trust in you, Father, for November the 4th, 2021, in Jesus' name. Move by the Spirit again this morning, we ask in Jesus' name. Amen and hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Mm. May the Lord watch between me and thee while we're absent one from another in the name of Jesus. Go today in love and peace 
share the good news of Jesus and give someone something of quality. God loves a cheerful giver. Have a blessed day. I speak the blessings of Almighty God upon you today. Again, November the 4th, 2021, in Jesus' name. So at this time, I'm going to say bye-bye, and we're going to song of the morning, and we pray the Lord bring us back tomorrow morning, 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, for another episode of Jesus in the Morning. But at this time, I'm saying bye-bye. Have a blessed day. Little small house, big family Seven kids and I'm the baby But I'm grown now And I'm like, praise the Lord Cause everything I've been praying for Is finally knocking on my door And it's so, so loud And I'm gonna take it
right now. 